Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? everybody, welcome to the season 3 finale of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies, video games, television, comic books, beer, shit like that. I'm Carlos Rivera, as always, my partner, the incomparable Adam Griffin. Follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and on Instagram at It's Them Damn Enchiladas Podcast. Happy July, Mr. Adam Griffin. Uh, we're, we're making it through the year, we're halfway through the longest year we've ever experienced and uh this is episode 39 on july 2nd and as always it's brought to you by whomst us so as i like to say at the beginning of the show now how are you doing how are things going whomst whomst us oh whomst there it is whomst there it is Set me up for that one. That's your fault. I'm doing fantastic. I can't complain. Well, I could complain, but we don't have enough people who want to listen to us complain. Uh, I mean, it might happen later, but uh, you know. Well, not was... like like complain about certain stuff. Not complain about like personal life or or, yeah, or, no. or anything like that. No, no one, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to. Hear and, that. And, and, and got the time for that. No, no, not 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 in this lifetime. Mm-mm, not for the people. No, some stuff should, should not be public. Uh, uh, with that said, you know what? You know what's weird when it, when stuff goes public is uh, comic book news. Specifically, Hoops publishes what uh, today? Marvel Comics announced that they were going to be publishing Aliens and Predator comic books. So that is officially. Oh, officially moving over from Dark Horse. Boo. Under. 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 It's home at Disney at Marvel Comics. Yeah. So, uh, I uh, I hope that they get to do like big giant omnibus editions of all the old stuff. Um. I'm not too interested in any like crossovers, to be perfectly honest. Because like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's Wolverine versus Predator doesn't appeal to me. Uh, Deadpool trying to save a small town from aliens doesn't appeal to me. Um, if I want to read. And Star Jammers or X Men story, I just read a Brood story. So I'm more excited for what actual stories they can tell with those properties outside of 
you know, whatever crossover they do. Man, you are so optimistic. It is frightening sometimes. Negativity shortens lives. No, I mean, there's 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 difference between negativity and pessimism. <laughs> or, 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 you know, pessimism or, or realism, being realistic. Yeah. I know what you want to happen. Yes, I've already tweeted what I actually want to happen. But I, what's I actually going to happen yes. is going to be the complete opposite of what you want because right. what you want doesn't involve making money. This is true. And Disney's not in the habit of doing stuff to not make money. This is true. Unfortunately. Well, fortunately for them and the shop, they're, you know, they're stockholders. Right. Uh, but. But. That being said. If this now means. If if it falls under the purview of uh, Figgy. Yeah. See, yeah, we don't know. I mean, he's in charge of Marvel Comics now, right? Um, I, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, he's he oversees all development for Marvel now. Yeah. I have to double. Che- I have to double check to see if it that involves publishing. I, I, I was I I was led to believe that was the case. Yeah, because yeah, if- I think I think it does because we were talking about that when uh when Hickman was uh, discussing Jonathan Hickman was was discussing all the X Men stuff that there was some integration opportunities that he he didn't want to pass up. And if that's the case, then we're going to get some proper Alien versus Predator. Yeah. And that, that stuff that stuff has got to live on screen, first and foremost. Comic books are neat. I love them. But uh, Aliens and Predator are two franchises that are made for uh, special effects-based storytelling for the big screen that's where they thrive so hopefully the storytelling is focused is there and the publishing side of things um, enhances but does not overshadow any future big screen efforts indeed I just want it to be fun fun yeah. again yeah and it can be oh definitely it's just it's the best thing to root for. It's fun. Um, a bit of my fun came to the close. Came to a close a couple weeks ago because season two of The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs on Shutter is now over. Uh, they ended with one final doubleheader. Uh, the first movie was Hellbound, Hellraiser two. And special guests during that one were Ashley Lawrence and Doug Bradley. And the second film to cap things off was Hell Comes to Frogtown with Roddy Piper. And um, uh, great way to end the season. Uh, my my supplementary picks. Let's finish off my personal doubleheader season. <laughs> my, my two movies. To go with those would be uh, Nightbreed to compliment Hellbound Hellraiser 2 and a personal favorite that needs a Blu-ray edition ASAP Six String Samurai to uh, 
counter Hell Comes to Frogtown. Interesting. So yeah, so that wraps up season two of uh, Last Driving. There's going to be a summer special, but uh, no idea as to when that's going to air. So at the latest, late August. I mean, yeah, it's already July. So uh, just got to wait and see. But um, I think it was a good, good season for Joe Bob and, and the gang. Uh, they really started to hit their stride. Some, some standouts um, based on information shared and their presentation of the movies would be uh, Blood Sucking Freaks, um, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, just for the information, not necessarily the movie. One Cousin Dead. Your favorite, your favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, this last doubleheader with uh, Hellraiser and Hell Comes to Frogtown. Also, very excellent. So yeah, if you got Shudder, check out the season. Always worth a watch. Yeah, so now, 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 now I'll catch up with it, because that's usually what I do. Yeah. Fridays are my... Guys, you know, Friday's like my only day off of the week, besides Sunday. And uh, I like to do nothing the entire day. I actually watch more movies and TV while I'm at work, it seems, nowadays. I still can't believe I watched three movies today while I was at work. Yeah, you got in, got in a lot of stuff. I was just like, wow, this is just... I was just glad it was all free. Well, Fantasy Island wasn't free, but apparently I bought it. Apparently my TV bought it for me, and I still don't understand how that happened. Huh. Yeah. I can't fight it, you know? It was about like at 1 o'clock in the morning. I was like, did I buy that drunk? <laughs> then I was like, wait, I didn't even drink that day. Like, how did this happen? But uh, if you guys are wondering what movies I saw today while I was at work, it was... Uh, Fantasy Island, Knives Out, and the new Child's Play. Ah, yes, yes. I've seen Knives Out. Um, new Child's Play is on Amazon Prime, so I gotta watch that. And based on your response to Fantasy Island, I've rented it. I, I, yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't even say anything. So, just have to wait. Have to wait for you to um, wait for you to watch it. Yeah. So I can say what I want to say because, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just watch it. And we'll, talk yeah. we'll talk about. We'll talk about. We'll definitely talk about. Something else we should talk about. Um, you're you're in the process of getting caught up, and you've seen a couple of episodes this season, the final season of Agents of Shield. Uh, we finally get to talk about a couple things happening. Uh, what are your thoughts as they as they pull off their version of the time heist? Because everyone pulls off the time heist. For the next three years. Well, that's your theory on life. <laughs> we're, we're, we're back to your time heist theory again. Jeez, doesn't almost need every episode. Um, so I like it. I think that I actually read an article. I was reading an article the other day about how Agents of Shield was doing time heist better than than Endgame did, and I have to agree. I like yeah. their version. I like their version of things. Well, yeah, they they have more time to. Well, yeah, well, obviously, but actually, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I did not like, and I already told you this off off the air, so to say. How they gonna How they gonna cheat? How they gonna tease Agent Carter and give me Agent Souza? Bastards! Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Hey, you know, well, 
oddly enough, that reminds me of um, when the show started way back in the first season. And like for the first seven or eight episodes before the big Winter Soldier twist. Um, I guess that's a spoiler. It's been seven years, so I don't know. Spoiler! I don't know what, what y'all are thinking, but... Um, uh, those first episodes, like every week, someone would go, I don't understand why they don't mention Iron Man and blah, blah, blah. It's like, because they're their own show. Yes, yes, okay, but conversely... Conversely, Nick Fury was on S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, this is true. So, um... And Maria Hill, right? Maria Hill, yep. Right so, so, you can argue their point alongside them. But every week? Why not? Hey, I mean, if that's the story they want to tell, that's fine, but sometimes you gotta... And, and they were for a while... Their storyline was intertwined with the events going on in the MCU. I, was like, I don't have a problem with that. It's it's what I what I kind of don't just... don't get don't get loud with me. <laughs> don't, get, don't, don't get loud with me. <laughs> I guess you, you hear the rev up. <laughs> it's just like I, it's coming. I'm just like you know don't don't do it. It's just like I'm hanging out right now. <laughs> When people know you too well, I do this. I do. This, I do this for free. All right. Oh, oh God, I can hang up. <laughs> it was, but it was like every week. It was just the same, uh, same reviewers. Like, I don't know why they don't mention Iron Man. It's like because they don't have to mention Iron Man. If they will, then they will. But sometimes the story is the story. I see. I'm just glad they got rid of Grant. <laughs> it's been five years. <laughs> and every time we talk about it, Grant Warburton not show back up. It's like, dude. <laughs> oh, every time I, I'm convinced he's gonna show back up. I'm so con- I'm so glad it's the last season now, so it doesn't really matter if he shows up, it's like, because it's over. But uh, um, every time there was like a big twist or like someone's gonna pop up, that's the first thing when I thought time heist. I'm like, God damn. God dang it. God damn it. They're going to end up back in, you know, 2000, whatever. This first season was. Was this first season 2012? Yeah. They're going to end up around that, around that timeline. Grant's going to be back, and I'm going to fucking flip my shit. Look at his dumb face. I was like, oh, I thought everything was good and well and done until you showed up in the... Um, oh, in the framework? In the framework, and I was, oh my god, I almost lost it. Because that was such a good season, too. The framework season was so good. Yeah. And then fucking Grant shows up. God damn it. Eventually, we just have to talk about how much of a good show this has been in general. Well, clearly, because we keep watching it. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, consistency-wise, like, I haven't had this much fun with the show um, since Lost, and yes, I liked Lost, and I still like the ending. Lots of people have been crying. Oh, look at that professional segue! Over uh, Last of Us Part Two. Are you a fan of The Last of Us? Uh, duh. Have you been playing Last of Us Part Two? I'm currently playing it right now as we speak. 
What are your thoughts as you play through this game? Without giving out any spoilers, unlike everyone else in this freaking world, I like it. Okay. Okay. If uh, you talk about the game without spoiling it, uh, have you seen any of the reception to the game so far? Well, I I was one of the few. Well, I want to say one of the few. You know my my theories. I don't read the internet before things come out. So I had no idea what was got leaked. So I saved myself from that uh, from that hubbub that followed or actually perceived, I guess, the game coming out. Um, it seemed now that I've read it because I already started playing the game, so it doesn't matter. Um, and I get I I think I know what they leaked. I still don't know what they leaked. Honestly, I'm trying. I, I try to not read. But I can assume what it is because I played the game, what the big leak was, and how yeah. upsetting it, it could be for people, which is fine. I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, but it's 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 funny to me because I'm playing the game and it's so enjoyable, and you see other reviews from like the you know Game Informer, all these IGN, all these people giving it like ten out of ten, five out of five, ten out of ten, five out of five. And then the first day the game comes out, <laughs> it's like one star, one and a half stars, worst game ever. Uh, this was Captain Marvel all over again. This, this yeah. is what it was. It was a smear campaign, smear campaign by uh, by misogynistic um, gamers. I mean, that's I guess that's the, the simplest way to put it. Yeah. And um, I guess now the big kerfuffle you said yeah, yeah, yeah is um is how naughty dog <laughs> employees are coming back at the, <laughs> the people uh talking about the game and the leak and everything that happened it's crazy crazy yeah um a critic tweeted uh just a tweet was like four five words and all it said was video games are too long and then uh, Troy Baker, who is the voice actor for Joel, um, tweets a quote uh, from uh, President Roosevelt uh, entitled The Man in the Arena. It's a 400-word quote. Um, and you guys can look up that quote. But the gist of it is um, that you don't criticize... The person that's doing the work for the product, but uh, uh, the critic in question was not talking about specifically talking about the Last of Us Part Two. Uh, just tweeted, "Video games too long," which is an opinion that uh, is based on whoever says it. Some agree, some disagree, but that is not, you know, specifically directed at that particular video game. So, yeah, I don't. Sometimes you just—it's not about what you think <laughs> when, when it comes to stuff like that. Especially if you work on, especially if you work on a product, just doesn't matter. And you don't try to influence, you know, a legion of vocal fans to go after people in that case. 
listen. Here's my theory on things. You're going to charge me $60 for a game? Yeah. It better be 30 hours. Yep. 30, 40 hours. You're telling me it's... You're telling me it's 10, 15 hours? I finish it in one day? I... I... I listen. That's not... Not... No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that kind of money to just be thrown out... Thrown, you know, thrown away. $60 for a 30-hour game. Okay. That's what? Mm, 60-30. I'm not trying to do the math. Forget it. Um, but... We're used to games costing $60 and being 10 hours long. And people are complaining the games are too long. Uh, I get it. I mean, fine, you don't want to fight people. People are entitled to their opinions. But I agree. Let them make their games however long they want to make them. Stop yeah. complaining about the length of the game. You don't want to play it? Don't play it. Yeah. Just don't play it. It's fine. You don't have to play every game that comes out. I tried not. I try to play every game that comes out a little bit on Game Pass, thankfully, because I don't. You know. And that's why I thank Game Pass, which is a great deal, because we get to play a lot of games. Um, and sometimes when we start playing them, guess what? They're not a game that I want to invest sixty hours playing. Nope. But Naughty Dog has a track record. Yeah. All their games are good. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're. You get immersed into them, and you, you spend, you know, 23, 30 hours playing them. Yeah. Um, if you have a job <laughs> that should take you, like, a month to beat, um, or if you have a job like me that I can do whatever the hell I want sometimes, um, I've been taking it slow. I took a break. I took a break from the game because I didn't want to... I actually didn't want to beat it too, too quickly. And something in the storyline upset me, and I, got, I didn't want to play anymore. Yep. I took like four days off because it upset me. That's not what people think if you've played the game. It's not what you think that upset me. But it was also, um, who else said something about that? Who's the guy that used to be in charge of uh, PlayStation? The guy that used oh, to be in charge. Sean, Sean Layden. Okay. Did you hear what he said? No. It's hard for every adventure game to shoot for 50 to 60 hour gameplay. And in the end, you make close some interesting creators and their stories out of the market if that's the kind of threshold that we have to meet. So we have to reevaluate that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think there isn't necessarily, like, my, my whole thing with the whole thing, the whole issue is that I don't have a problem with the length. I don't have a problem with people thinking it's too long. I don't have a problem with any of that. I have a problem with, uh, the studio coming back and kind of nudging the response a certain way. Like that's my only that's that's the only thing that doesn't sit well with me. Or people that work on the game, well actually da, 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 da. Your, your opinion should be over here. It's like uh... I understand, but I get where they're coming from. As cre as creators that you create something, you know, you want people to appreciate and uh not only appreciate, but see your, your angle of things as the yeah. right way. And sometimes, you know, they, they just spent, what, close to seven years making this game? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and like, again, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's the approach and not necessarily... I don't have a problem with the intent 
It's the approach and the, the, the movement behind the approach. How yeah. it was enacted rather than... Oh, I get it. I, I understand. But at the end of the day, to me, it's like... I'm okay with what they did. Yeah. I'm okay with what they did. Because uh, then on the other side of the spectrum, we have uh, Rockstar making the same game for every console. Three generations and charging a full price for the same game. Yep. Grand Theft Auto V has now been the best-selling game for Rockstar for the last seven years. They don't have to do anything else. And they're literally... The word on the street, they're making Grand Theft Auto V for the Xbox uh, Series X. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yep. So that's three consoles, same game, full price. No changes. No changes. But, but no one's complaining about that. Everyone's complaining that you know, Naughty Dog's making too many games that are too long. Okay. You know what I say to that? S-A-D. Figure it out. That abbreviation. People. Um, what I do know... <laughs> is that Buzz continues on the next Evil Dead movie. Oh. Uh, that's right. Um, the film that was referred to as Evil Dead Now is now apparently titled Evil Dead Rise. And rumor has it that it is going to take place in, uh, in a skyscraper of some sort. Um... The cabin in the woods setting is not a part of it, which is fine. I'm okay with that because there are uh, two movies and uh, a TV series surrounded by a cabin in the woods. Not to mention a movie called The Cabin in the Woods. So it's fine for a horror movie involving an evil book with a face on it to take place somewhere else. New settings are great. New characters are great. So let's see what happens. I'm excited. Now, when I first heard of it, because I'm weird, right? I was like, "Is this <laughs> is this gonna take like in place in the early 1900s with the old skyscrapers and they're building them? Because that'd be awesome. that'd be very cool. Yes, just the, just the scenery, or maybe that's maybe that's where the backstory starts. Like, there's a, a maybe there's more than one Book of the Dead. Oh yeah, there's three. See, there's three. Maybe one was, you know, one, maybe one was hiding in the the base of the Sears Tower for all we know. Well, yeah, we don't know what the third one is yet. It's uh, <laughs> it's Naturum de Monto. Then there's Necronomicon Ex Mortis, and the third book has not been named. It's Playboy. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. He, he took it with him. That makes sense. It explains uh, so, so much. How he lived the way he lived. Yep. How he just married constantly. 60-year-old, I mean, younger than him. Life, life force is sucking out of him. And he's gone. Yeah, we get back. See, we get down to facts here. <laughs> These are scientific facts we find out here in the show. What else is a scientific fact? Not necessarily a fact, but more of an awareness. Um, there's been a reckoning going on throughout all industries. Uh, we had the speaking out uh, movement in pro wrestling. 
um, various uh, controversies and allegations coming to light in the streaming community, uh, comic books, uh, that industry is going through yet another upheaval. And now folks are coming back into the news uh, for um, allegations of continued triflingness. And it has looped back around to the Justice League uh, uh -oh. co concerning comments made by one Ray Fisher. I'm going to take a pause for the cause as I pull up tweet. Pause for the cause? Yes. I've got I like my, iP got my I like iPad that. out. Can we trademark that? No. Oh. Did you steal that from somebody? Yes. Oh, okay. I stole it from the 70s. Oh! But you weren't around, so... Nope. But I heard concerts from it. So... Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Ray Fisher. Um, has spoken out against Joss Whedon. Uh, he tweeted... Joss Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg. Jeff Johns. Accountability is greater than entertainment. Um, no other details has come to light from him as far as specifics go. So um, we don't know actually what took place and it's honestly it's none of our business again you know it comes back to what's what should be public what wasn't public um we don't know and should we know i don't know that's not up for us uh um john berg came out um i can't i don't see the quote uh yes um john berg has refuted Ray Fisher's claims, um, specifically saying, I, mean, I want to get this full quote here because, you know, you got to present this stuff the way it comes out. Um, Berg told Variety that it was categorically untrue that we enabled any unprofessional behavior. Berg also said that Fisher was upset that the filmmakers wanted him to utter one of Cyborg's signature catchphrases from his small screen appearances. That line, of course, is booyah. So, who knows which way this is going to go. Um, Joss Whedon has already been in the news a couple times over the past decade um, due to uh, what came to light with his treatment of Chris Carpenter on the set of Angel. Um, My after, baby. After, uh, after she got pregnant and was written out of the show and then brought back and summarily killed off. Uh, when he said that he would not do that. So, again, you know, that's that. Uh, then a couple years ago, uh, his ex-wife bombed him out and blew up a spot um, concerning his behavior and um, the presentation of him in public standing as being a feminist when his actions are not the case. Again, you know, what's public, what isn't. Hard to say how much of that stuff we're really supposed to know. Um, but all the information is out there. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a horrible situation all around because 
again, this kind of behavior, I don't know what it's going to take um, to have people not treat others in an abusive and subjective and subjugative manner uh, other than to affect their money. And uh, when it's obvious that in this country, in this society, a lot of people make a lot of money off of treating people horribly. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to take. Um, I, I do know that, you know, when people step up, and this is, you know, all walks of life, people step up and say, you know, that they're being treated horribly. When they bring these issues to light. Um, uh, you, you, we got to listen. Uh, you, have, you have to listen and, and believe them what they're saying so that we can check the behavior in the future and make sure this stuff doesn't happen again. Uh, I know a lot of people like to say, oh, well, so-and-so's lying, so-and-so could be lying. That's not the point. The point is to get the behavior to stop. So. It's probably my issue when you're talking about his past. Um, any person, well, not person, I'm sorry, any male who claims to be a feminist is not a feminist. Yep. First off. If you have to yep. claim it, if you have to claim it, then you're definitely not, because that means you're trying to defend uh, things you've done or things you've said. I agree. If a woman calls you a feminist, that's a different story. But yep. you cannot call yourself a feminist. Nope. Men are men are not feminists by nature. Misogynistic, masochist, chauvinistic. Yep. All that, all that good stuff. Well, not good stuff. You know what I mean? Like. I was. Let's just run that one back. I was joking. <laughs> Jeez. I was joking. You said I'm like, well, here we go. I was joking. <laughs> Gotta keep you guys on your toes out there. God, I can't keep it smooth all the time. And then, and I know you're not paying attention. This is I know you're paying attention, Adam. I'll start saying stuff like that. Always paying attention. Yeah, if he's a douchebag, then he's a douchebag. And this is yeah. not the first time he's been t- called a douchebag. So, yeah. um, and people I, have had, other people had issues with the, the reshoots. Yeah. You know, um, there was a, what, wasn't there like a scene that Gal Gadot refused to do? Well, yeah, there was a, there was an issue where, um, they, uh, the reports were not. I, I'm just going off of memory here, but um, they wanted a scene where Flash falls on top of Wonder Woman, and they have you know the usual cheesy moment with, "Oh no, I fell on the lady!" Boo boo boo! I don't know what to do, you know, because that's dumb. Yeah, but, and they did it, and they did it with stunt double. Yeah, and just you know stuff like that. I mean, from a from a larger perspective, like when it comes to you know people of certain ilk and uh, these positions of power was, you know, producing, showrunning, creative stuff, what have you. Um, It's, you know, trifling behavior in those positions should not be seen as what you have to do when you're in those positions. You know? Yep. And that's, that's what I'm looking at, you know, from a large perspective. Why is it always this type of person in this spot acting this way you know every time throughout history you know what's it gonna i mean it's not like oh we didn't know this was happening oh it's not a coincidence either we, we know it's happening because it happens 
all the fucking time. So, and again, I don't know what it's going to take to uh, to get the behavior to stop across the board and to stop teaching this crap because that's what because it's taught, you know, that you have to act a certain way and do these certain things in order to stay in these positions of power. You know, so I you know that one's still developing because again, uh, Ray Fisher did not say exactly. Uh, what it was, and you know, again, that's whether it, whether he wants to make that public or not, it's not up to us to demand. So, um, hopefully, his cast member, his fellow castmates, uh, back him up, or at least corroborate, you know, as much as they can, uh, because you know, they still have to work together again. No, no, they don't. Because <laughs> they're working no, on. No. no, they don't. That other project that I will not name. Snyder Cut? God. Damn it. You said you weren't going to name it. I never yeah. said I was never going to name it. I know. And I specifically will name it every time you refuse to do. I know. I know. Speaking of Snyder Cut, uh-huh. HBO Max tried to, tried to lure me in. Right? So I have the CBS All Access, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of shows on CBS I watch, and I was like, hey, what? whatever. It's, it was cheap. It was like $5 or something. I don't even know. It's not that expensive. They're like, well, because you have CBS All Access. I actually kept this email. I'm going to share this with you. Because you have DC... Oh, no, sorry. Because you have DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Not... not see, I don't know why I said CBS. Since you have DC Universe, we will let you add HBO Max for four ninety nine a month. Oh. Yep. Well, now. Yep. Uh-huh. They're they trying to get you. Yeah, until you read the fine print. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? Uh, um, uh, um, off for good for the first six months. After the six months, fourteen ninety nine every month after. Throw it in the trash. Delete. Delete. Delete it. Yep. Oh, well. They almost had you. They really did. <sighs> Well, maybe one day. No, it's not going to happen. I already told you. I'm anti- oh, yeah. Yeah, you I'm did. Anti- Max. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Yep. I will, uh, I'll hold down the fort on the HBO Max side of things. Yeah, you do that. So you can watch so, the Snyder Cut. Uh, so I can watch the uh, Justice League Maxi series. And the Snyder Cut, which will have the Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds... Supposedly, start some more speculating. Since, hey. I'm never, since I'm probably never going to watch it. Well, yeah, they got a lot of work to do to uh, make that effort better than what was previously presented. Because Justice League uh, was definitely a movie, and not in the usual way we use that designation. I'll say no more until sometime next year. And by next year, the apocalypse. What? Uh, uh, a mutant one or like the one we're currently in? Well, this is the end. We're in the end times. And the end times usually lead to the apocalypse. And mm-hmm. apparently now, now, get this because, you know, Mayan calendars. Here goes my uh, ancient aliens uh, theory of the day, guys. Oh, do I got to do now, it here? Now they're saying... 
you can, I mean, I could probably do the hair because it's a freaking haircut. Um, now they're saying that they misread the calendar and it's, it's it wasn't 2012, it was 2021. Hmm. Which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. At this point, I, I, I've, I've just, I've just kind of like, like, oh, well, I'm not going to be on public transportation for a while. I don't know when I'm going to see my friends locally again. I'm going to have to wait this thing out longer than I thought I was. <laughs> there's an, there's another goddamn pig flu coming. Yep. I'm gonna stop. I, I might have to stop eating bacon. You know what that means? That's when people start taking this shit seriously when they gotta stop eating bacon. Yep. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's it's it's. Yeah, I don't even know. It's like when you can't get girl folks to wear a mask. Uh, that's 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 on a level that that my brain just can't handle. <laughs> nope. Nope. I get. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't start because I'm gonna get political. I don't want to do that. So uh, stop. Human rights aren't political. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of people been duped, and it's kind of sad and frustrating. It's like, okay, I got to tell all that bullshit <laughs> for 20 years and it's all arbitrary? You fucking serious? Pretty much. Pretty much. <sighs> no, you can't tell me to wear a mask. Fuck you! Ah! Uh, alright. Cool. Like, it, it, I know on the show we mentioned that mindsets haven't changed since high school. It's like, you mean to fucking tell me that some of these people have not moved past the fourth grade? Nope. And they get paid millions of dollars? Are you fucking serious? Let me tell you. This has actually been a, a, a cleansing time for me. This has been the best time to clear my Facebook out, people. It's been great. Oh, this is what you think? Ha! <laughs> so, I've I've not been on Facebook in months. I, I keep I, it up just to. I don't even know at this point. I just make sure that, that, that people are still around. I guess, but I hate I hate that site. <laughs> I just hate that site. We will not be sponsored by uh, Facebook in season four. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not happening. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Mom, do it. Nope, nope, nope. Ain't falling for that shit. Uh, but what I will do. Wait, what's that? Tomorrow, it's July third. Mm-hmm. Which means that I go to watch Eternal Living Dead. Uh, up to when the when the uh, when the nuke in the film goes off. I'm gonna have my fun. I'm going to continue to put off watching Hamilton till I feel like it. Because I ain't going to rush and watch it tomorrow. Oh, but it's going to be on Disney Plus! I know. And Disney Plus will be there Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> but what I am going to do 
is I'm gonna watch this new uh, this new order for George Romero's Living Dead films. Uh, I'm gonna close the show with with suggested marathon. This is from Daniel Cross, who uh, who was researching for the Living Dead book that, that comes out in August. Um, and uh, he came up with a new viewing order that goes in the order of the apocalypse in uh, the zombie apocalypse as presented by George Romero so you ready for this yes alright first film first first film is uh, Night of the Living Dead of course Night of the Living Dead if anything was before that I'd have issues already but we're good we're one for one second film Diary of the Dead oh okay because remember Night and Diary thematically take place at the same time okay Uh, third film Survival of the Dead. Now, the link here is the uh, Alan Van Sprang's character. It's in Diary and Survival. Uh, fourth film, it's Dawn of the Dead. Yep. Uh, fifth film is Land of the Dead. Okay. And the final film is, of course, Day of the Dead. I think that's going to make for a great viewing order. When do you plan on doing this? Uh, probably Saturday. Ooh. July 4th. Sure about that? Yeah. yeah. You're gonna have enough peace? Then we no fireworks? Uh, yeah. I got, I got, I got everything set up. Yeah. But I also came up with... <laughs> you're gonna be like, what the hell's wrong with you? I came up with three other <laughs> viewing orders. Insert quote. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and I'll just share these with you. <laughs> we'll get out of here. You guys can tell us which ones are your favorites using the hashtag ITDEPod. But, uh, second order it's going to be Night of the Living Dead, Dire of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Survival of the Dead. Land of the Dead, then Day of the Dead. Uh, third, Night of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> Diary of the Dead, Smile of the Dead, Day of the Dead, then Land of the Dead. And finally, <laughs> I, you, you know what? I wish I knew what the hell was wrong with me, but I don't. So. <laughs> Uh, Night of the Dead, Dire of Dead, Spider Dead, Dawn of Dead, Dave Dead, Land of the Dead. Where's your, um, where's your time heist order? I didn't do that one yet because, uh, I'm gonna agree with you, anything before Night of the Living Dead is just too fucking weird. Alright, just being sure. But, if you want me to do a time heist order, I'll have that for you next week. Sure, yeah, that's, yeah, that's you. Hey man, you got time, you can do that. I like I like putting together stuff. I know. Hey, I know you do. Yeah, it's always a good time. I like putting together this podcast. Nope, I, you ain't cutting it off yet. I'm not. Nope, because I would be remiss if I would allow this episode of It's Them Dimension Lot of the Podcast Season Three Finale on July second without saying a happy birthday to Miss Margot Robbie. Oh. That's good. That's very nice of you to say. 
Are you looking forward to her installment in the Pirates of the Caribbean film series? Oh, let me tell you. Her dressed up as a pirate? Arr, yeah, matey. That's almost my initials. So, happy birthday, Margo. If you're listening, I love you. Well, good luck with that sponsorship. <laughs> Brought to you in part by Suicide Squad. <sighs> this has been a fun show. I, I, I like when we, we put these things together. Have a blast. Uh, three seasons. Always a fun time. Uh, you can join us. Season four starts. Because this has been another episode of Some Damage Allows the Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave us a voicemail at 443. 443- Nine zero six zero zero four zero. If it isn't trifling, just might read it on the air. Episode fifty does still loom. As always, podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been making a sound. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Not How that time. Doing this? Thirty-nine episodes. Thirty-nine episodes. Thirty-nine episodes. Three seasons. Mark Warren has been responsible for making a sound. Oh, so it's just going nuts. <laughs> Oh, so spectacular. <laughs> so thank you for all that you do, Mark. I want to kill you, man. Yeah, you, man. You got it. <sighs> Until next time, someone get me more water. I need to hydrate, 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 so that I may have fun, watch horror movies, play some damn video games. I want you all to stay safe and be wary and keep... All those damn lurking racist bigots, opportunists, instigators, agitators, and general dim-headed jackasses out of your life. They don't belong. Let's make it a better world. Until next episode, thank you for listening, and goodbye. And don't blow off your goddamn fingers with those goddamn fireworks. Bye!